Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to Shape the Culture's weekly message. Every week, we aim to deliver a creative, authentic, inspiring message really directed towards you and your personal growth. Um, the belief that we promote is the belief in yourself, to believe that you are chosen, appointed, anointed, and that you have a purpose. So every week, we we aim to deliver something that you can implement into your daily life, um, something for you to think about, and also something for you to share. We follow the model of each one teach one here at Shape the Culture. So we hope that as you listen, you hear something that you believe someone else needs and you share it with them. And that's how we keep this movement growing. For my first time listeners, I want to say thank you so much for giving us a chance. Thank you for tuning in. I hope that you enjoy. I hope that you subscribe on Apple Podcasts or your favorite podcast service. You can also visit us at shapetheculture.org. If you're a continuing listener, I just want to say thank you so much for continuing to listen. You have, I give you my heart of gratitude, my heart of love. I hope that you continue to join us on this journey as we learn and grow together. And we're going to get right back into our continuing series. So this week, we are continuing our series titled How to Be a Master. Um, and this mastery series is really a series that I think is important for us to go through. I think it's been very important for me to realize that when it comes to mastery and, and how to be a master, that the principle of character first, then ability is really so real. We have to work on mastering ourselves before we can focus on mastering our crafts and our abilities. Because if we don't master ourselves, then when we use our crafts and abilities, we might not use them in the right way. We might not be able to use them to full capacity and we'll really be emotionally, spiritually, and mentally unbalanced. And so for this, so far in this series, we have been focusing on chapter 10 of the book of Luke. Um, and I think this chapter is so important because this documents Jesus's journey on the way to, to Jerusalem. And when he gets to Jerusalem, that's when we see that his purpose really starts to come to completion. And that's when he really starts to go through some of the major events of his life. So I think on his way to Jerusalem, as we read in chapter 10, it's been very important to see the lessons that Jesus taught and also learned himself. And so for the first week, we looked at Jesus's speech to his 72 disciples. And this showed us how important it is for us to carry ourselves like we know the kingdom of God is near. Um, and this helps us live a life that allows us to bring the kingdom of God near near others as well once we accept it for ourselves. And then last week, we checked out the parable of the Good Samaritan. And this illustrated the principle of character first, and then, like I said, then ability. And through that story, we really saw that being a master is really more than our craft and our ability. It's really about having a heart of compassion when we use our craft or we use our abilities. And it's it's all about being able to walk in our path with character that brings others, like I said, into the kingdom of God as well, because we are meant to be a light. And so for this week's message, we're gonna end the we're gonna we're going to the end of chapter 10 in the book of Luke, and we're gonna look at Jesus meeting with Mary and Martha. And this message is just titled Listen. And so I'm going to read from Luke 10, verses 38 through 42. And they read like this. As Jesus and the disciples continued on their way to Jerusalem, they came to a certain village where a woman named Martha welcomed him into her home. Her sister Mary sat at the Lord's feet, 
listening to what he taught. But Martha was distracted by the big dinner she was preparing. She came to Jesus and said, Lord, doesn't it seem unfair to you that my sister just sits here while I do all the work? Tell her to come and help me. But the Lord said to her, my dear Martha, you are worried and upset over all these details. There is only one thing worth being concerned about. Mary has discovered it and it will not be taken away from her. I love this story for its simplicity because it's really short and sweet, right? It's it's four verses, it's but it reminds us of an important principle. And through this story, we're reminded of the importance of being able to really sit and listen. That that's really the the crux of this story. And we're shown how clarity and discernment is given to us when we give ourselves a chance to slow down and really focus on what's right in front of us. Because if we're being honest with ourselves, this is something we tend to avoid in a world full of distractions and chasing. Like we're chasers. Everybody's chasing something. And I also like the story because like I said, it's simple and there's really, there's only three characters. There's Jesus, Martha, and Mary. But each character in this story plays an important role and I believe illustrates different aspects of human nature. And really, I want to start with Martha because Martha was the protagonist, if you'll say, in this in this story. So starting with Martha, I believe that she is the character that we can really relate to the most with her mentality and her actions. Like she's scrambling along. We see her cooking a big dinner. She's preparing. She's cleaning. And she wants help. She's She's working and she wants help. And we're Martha in many ways because the way our culture is, we're built to always be working. We always feel like we have to be doing something. We're always looking for something to do, always trying to impress. And not only others, right? It's not always really about impressing others, but if we think about it, it's more about proving something to ourselves too. We feel like the more we work, the more we earn, the more accolades that we gain, that you know we'll be able to prove our worth to ourselves. We want to be able to say, look at us, look at what I'm doing, look at how at how much work I'm putting in. We want people to recognize that like, yo, you're a really hard worker. You're putting in a lot of work. I see you. We, we're, we're, we're striving for that all the time. And so we see that when Jesus comes to Martha's, Martha's house, right, he's already a known teacher and preacher. He's performed amazing miracles and he's gathered all these followers and he sent out disciples. He's healed. He's He's talked this big talk. He, he's in biblical times. He's a celebrity. Like he's that dude. And so to go to a village and then see Jesus and not only see him, but be able to have him come and visit your home, that's a big deal. Like that's a big deal. So it, it makes sense that Martha would want to impress because naturally when you have a guest, you start to clean and even you might prepare a meal. And so Martha welcomed Jesus into her home it was only right that she made him feel comfortable. But remember, Jesus is a master teacher and preacher. And so he's not just a guest, right? He's not just a friend. He's not just a buddy that's just coming to hang out. You have a master teacher and preacher coming to your home to spend time with you. 
He's not just a guest. He's somebody who moves with purpose. And it, and it wasn't a random occurrence that caused him to show up and visit with Martha and Mary. And like I said, these characters in these stories, I believe, represented human nature. And what Jesus represented in this story was knowledge and wisdom coming to knock at your door. Because this was a prime moment for learning and soaking up the wisdom Jesus offered to give freely. And I think that we all find ourselves in these situations as we progress through life, whether it's through family, school, work, or being in the right place at the right time. We encounter people who have knowledge and wisdom to pass to us. The universe seems to put us in these pivotal moments where we come across people that have something to give us. They've gone through something in their journey and they're here to pass it on to us. But how many times you have to think, have we missed out on these blessings because we were distracted, distracted by trying to impress, distracted by trying to show off our talents and abilities and and trying to show people what we're masters at instead of it acknowledging that we're in the presence of a master. So let me sit and learn so I be, I can become even more masterful. When we get around people, how, how often is it that we really decide to choose to sit and listen rather than constantly looking for something to do or to talk about? Because the world tells us that we should constantly be on the move. We believe if we spend too much time sitting, waiting, listening, that life is is passing us by. We don't appreciate the moments we have in life where we can really sit and learn. It's by listening that we learn. And when we learn, that's when we're able to grow. You can't grow without listening. And Jesus himself said, there's only one thing worth being considered concerned about, and that's our growth. That's what Mary figured out. So now let's look at the course of action Mary decided to take. Knowing that she is in the presence of Jesus, you would think that Mary would have found it just as important to worry about the cleaning and the cooking. Mary should have been concerned with impressing Jesus too, but she wasn't. Mary had no worries about putting on a front are necessarily serving Jesus. She understood that life presented her with a once in a lifetime opportunity. She was able to spend intimate time with Jesus. She was able to sit and listen. And to be a master, we have to be willing to learn from other masters. And this follows right in suit with the principle of character first, then ability. Because our character has to be of a humble nature. And we have to be resolved on becoming the best that we can be. And it's true that experience is one teacher. We do have to make moves. We do have to have, you know, be action oriented at times. But listening makes ourselves our own teachers when we decide to willingly learn from those around us. When people share stories, talk about their own victories and shortcomings, what they're going through you know, their hopes and their dreams, what they've learned and what they've picked up. We're able to pick up information that helps us in our own journey. Being still makes you stronger just as much as moving forward does. When we give ourselves a chance to be still, we gain clarity on how to move forward. And I think that Jesus's last statement in this story is the most powerful Jesus states that not only has Mary discovered the one thing worth being concerned about, but it will never be taken from her. 
And that's why learning is so important because your knowledge and your wisdom can never be taken from you. Your accolades, your awards, those can be taken away from you. Your status and your label, those can be taken away from you too. But what you what you learn, once you store new information inside of you, it stays with you forever. And in that moment, Mary was soaking up knowledge that would stay with her for the rest of her life. And the fact is, we don't know what Jesus was saying to her, but we know she was actively listening. She was taking it all in without the distractions. And that's what makes this so important that it wasn't important what Jesus was saying because what Jesus was saying was for Mary and it was for Martha at that time. Like I said, it was intentional. It was purposeful. What was important was the actions. That's what we can learn from. We can learn from Mary being able to discern that I'm in a time, in a position in my life where I need to just sit and listen. I need to just, I need to just wait. And in our world today, we have access to knowledge and wisdom literally at our fingertips. We can easily learn about something that can contribute to our personal growth, but we also have more distractions than ever too. The world is full of distractions that hinder us from actively listening. This means we have to make a conscious choice to listen. It has to be our initiative to invest in our intelligence. When it's your time to sit and listen, you want to take full advantage of that moment. Whether it's reading a book or being at a conference, or like I said, being around family or teachers or people at your job, you know, you have to be willing to tap into those moments where when you're with somebody and you guys are having a conversation, just sit and listen, wait it out, ask questions, be willing to cancel out your distractions and be still. Make sure you soak up all the knowledge and use it to move forward. Being a master requires that we never stop learning. And that means that we must never stop listening, but we also have to learn how to listen. Like I said, in the in our world today, we have to consciously choose to be an active listener. We must be able to discern when it's time to make a move and when it's time to learn and grow. So take learning how to be an active listener. Is something that I think we have to focus on daily. And it's it's in those, those, it might be short moments, it might be long moments, but it's in those critical moments, like I said, where we have either are with somebody that we can learn from, whether it's a friend, a colleague, you know, a mentor, a teacher, a parent, whatever it is, or whether it's, like I said, because we have so much information at our fingertips, whether it's picking up a book, watching a video on YouTube, or you know, watching an interview on TV, anything that we can learn from, we have to choose to do it actively. And that means canceling out the distractions and focusing all of our energy and intent on listening. And that's the one thing that's worth being concerned about. Like I said, your growth and how you listen and how you learn. So thank you once again for tuning in to Shape the Culture's weekly message. I hope you found some. T- I hope you found something that. You can use in your daily life, start practicing right away today. Hope you found something that motivated you, inspired you to look at life differently. Um, And like we said, share with a friend, pass it on, each one teach one. That's how we keep this movement going. That's how we shape the culture. That's how we keep the dream alive. Thank you once again. I love you all.